time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend just a few moments advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Blessed are the peacemakers. Or so the saying goes. Blessed are the peacemakers. Please, please understand, this does, this does not refer to sticking your nose into other people's business or trying to break up fights in bars. It doesn't even refer to an attempt to bring peace in the Middle East. The main peacemaking you should be doing is making peace with yourself Bluntly, you will never be able to assist other people in finding their equilibrium if you're out of balance in your own being. Making peace with yourself is interesting because it actually falls in degrees. Yes, degrees. I'm, I'm talking about temperatures. For don't, I think most people know that water freezes at approximately 32 degrees Fahrenheit, zero degrees centigrade. And please let us not forget that you and me were about 75% water. So when we get down in the 32 degree range, eh, we're a bit uncomfortable. We may survive it, but it is not preferable to our existence to be cold, especially icy. Also, our basic body temperature, basic body temperature is 98.6. When we go higher than that, it's a sign of sickness. If we go too high, in a strange sense, we literally burn up our brain. So somewhere between, let's say, how about, 34 degrees and 99 degrees is where we live at our best. This is where we we function. This is where we make our peace with ourselves. This is the climate where we make our peace with ourselves. And if you join with me in understanding this, that as a human being, you have a heart. Well, that's an emotional framework. You have a soul. That's a sense of spirit which philosophically causes you to seek out the better parts and angels of your life. You have a mind. That's a magnificent brain. Capable of thinking, but also is often tempted to just be a repetitious. And you have a body which functions basically on well, how well you treat it and what kind of surroundings you place it in. So what are the right climates? Follow this now. What are the right climates for each one of our parts? 
our heart, soul, mind, strength, that being our body. Some people just go out there and take the temperature of the times around them and try to keep up. Too often they end up freezing or they also end up boiling over with rage. Other people just try to keep everything, heart, soul, mind, and strength, right there about 50 degrees. They sometimes end up too chilly. And actually on occasion tend to have all of their areas lukewarm. Lukewarm emotions that don't ever get worked out. Lukewarm spirit that doesn't really use faith to believe. Lukewarm brain that just pipes out everything that was taught in a lukewarm body that is never quite healthy enough to be strong and never quite sick enough to need to be healed. So let, if you don't mind, let's take a second today to explain in the simplest way possible the degrees that are necessary to maintain a healthy emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical outlook. Can we just start with the heart? I mean the emotions, our feelings. We should make peace with ourselves. Literally be peacemakers. By living an emotional life that always feels like the first day of spring. Yeah, just right there at uh, about 60 degrees. Because we become distraught. Our, our feelings go way out of whack when we get them colder than that temperature. Or we try to live too involved and get hot with rage and temper all the time. I'm talking about the first day of spring. We should use our emotions to believe that something new is always sprouting. The sun shines most of the time. And when it doesn't, we should just stay out of the rain and let the rain do its thing to bring growth. All the attempts you may make to complicate your life certainly do not make you happier. Trying to live the seven greatest ideas of successful people has actually left you exhausted and not terribly successful. Emotionally, your life should be like the first day of spring, 60 degrees, not so warm that we don't need to be covered and not so cold that we have to bundle up and hide. 60 degrees allows you to open yourself up to the elements around you without fear, transparent, willing to experience, not ashamed of a little bit, not ashamed even a little bit of your nakedness. That's how our emotions should be. We should share them enough that we're not freezing out our feelings. And we should reveal them often enough that they don't boil us over in a sense of despair and disappointment. How? By simply expressing 
our current situation and our present plight without holding it back. We need to learn not to be afraid that spring has come and things are changing. That's what the emotions need. On the first day of spring, things begin to bloom. Some things are melting and the sun is moving us toward a warmer situation. When you reach that sensation in your emotions, you make peace with yourself emotionally. Emotionally, I'm supposed to be 60 degrees. I'm not sunbathing, but I do feel the warmth of the sun around me. And I can sense that I'm about to do some growing. I am not, though, arrogantly believing that everything is going to be bright and beautiful. Because spring only works when you allow it to rain. Because you know that temporary dreariness is making your life ready to receive more, to learn more, to feel more, and therefore to do more. I'm not annoyed by the buzzing bees that are also trying to get their life started too. But I realize that the soil has melted enough to accept my new planting. Something has moved inside me. Something has challenged me to feel, and therefore I'm not afraid to get something going in my life, to get something fresh, growing. That's where we should be emotionally. Just sensitive enough to feel, but not so touchy that we can't function in the world around us. The first day of spring, 60 degrees, warmed but not overheated, cool but not cold. So moving on, what, following this theory, what are the degrees of my soul? If I'm going to make peace with myself, I've got to have my soul involved. The soul is like the first day of winter, about 40 degrees. Because believe it or not, what we need with our soul is the ability to be chilled by the reality around us, yet comforted and embraced by the Spirit, warmed by the Spirit of God within us. Religion fails us when it's too frigid with regulations or overly heated with faith. Once I realize that my faith is here to chill me, not inflame me, I have the balance to calm down when I need to calm down, to accept what needs to be accepted, and to work with what is presently in front of me. If we believe that every mountain is supposed to move because we want it to, we would soon not have the beauty of mountains. Our soul is the first day of winter. It is not a flaming Pentecostal speaking in tongues. It's the realization that that if nothing more comes, if nothing more comes, will be fine. It brings a crisp sensation of 40 degrees, bundled in the love of God, invigorated by the chilling air of the reality where we are. It's perfect. 
since our emotions are the first day of spring, we can allow our spirit to be the first day of winter, sorting things out for us, placing us in an invigorated enthusiasm with just a little tingling in our toes. The soul also gives us the opportunity to hibernate, just like the bears, just to find a place where we don't have to respond. We don't have to, we don't have to fake it. We don't have to pretend. And we don't have to recite words that we no longer, or at least not for the present time, believe. I know we think that religion should make us hot, but the kind of religion that makes us hot also makes us dogmatic, self-righteous, mean, prejudiced, and makes us believe that just because we want it, it should be ours. The winter of our soul reminds us that we should not be afraid to rest. Winter reminds us that we need that shelter. Winter reminds us how beautiful it is to let nature rest and heal under the snow. Next is the mind. The emotions are 60 degrees. The spirit, the soul is 40. The mind should be the first day of fall. Why? Because true learning is being willing to first shed what needs to leave. Yes, letting the leaves fall. Letting the ideas that have proven to be unnecessary to hit the ground and be raked away. Losing what we were taught. Losing what we've collected, which is basically just proven in our lives to be unhealthy. It's a time of renewal. We prepare for new growth by shedding things that have proven to take away our peace instead of giving us peace. I become a peacemaker to myself when I get rid of the things that load me down and keep my brain from being inventive and creative. Old images can be released. Yes, the mind lands at 50 degrees, not so hot, not too cold ready to shed the things that are meaningless and make room for other possibilities. Our brains were constructed to have a door in, but also a door out, a way of flushing our thinking and getting rid of what is dead to make room for what is alive so we can literally, literally speaking, renew our minds. Emotionally, now, I am the first day of spring, 60 degrees and ready to grow. Spiritually, I'm the first day of winter. I'm chilling out, keeping my faith by not demanding too much and working with what life has given me. Winter is also when we have Christmas, where we once again rebirth Jesus. And my brain, of course, is that first day of fall, ready to shed all the dead leaves and reach out and prepare for new ideas, 50 degrees. Almost 70%, I made up the number, but it seems that way to me, 
almost 70% of our problems lie in the fact that we don't realize that our present thinking is what is causing those problems. I'm going to say that again. 70% of our problems lie in the fact that we just don't realize that it's our present way of thinking that is causing those very same problems. Let it fall. Let the branches go bare so they can become green again. You don't want a bunch of dead brown leaves hanging around, clinging to the twigs you want to start and become green. I, I And finally, if you don't mind, number four, the body. The body is the first day of summer, 70, 70 degrees, where if you work a little bit, you'll break a sweat, but you feel inspired to perspire. All the dead weight has left your brain. You've chilled out in your spirit, and your emotions have made room for new growth. Now the body is ready to boogie. It's ready to move. The body is ready to be healthy. The body really wants a chance to make domination and make a difference in the world. A beautiful 70 degrees where without shame we can remove our coats and cease to be afraid of our own skin, blood, arteries, and bones. There are degrees to human life where we, we do land somewhere between 34 where we begin to freeze and 99 where we just might burn up. This is how you make peace with yourself. Find the degrees. Find your degrees. For me, my emotions are the first day of spring. My spirit is the first day of winter when I allow myself to chill out. My mind is the first day of fall where I gladly let those damn brown leaves just float to the ground. And my body is the first day of summer where I am inspired to perspire and find ways to be healthier. For you see, for you see, my friend, the good news is, to everything, there is a season. And the better news is, there is a purpose to all things under heaven. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.